Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest growing blockchain community. All right, everybody, thanks for coming in for another episode of Making the Metaverse. I'm super excited today because uh, my guest, who I have known as Huxley's son for some time, well, what seems like some time in, in Web3, <laughs> um, is, is here today and uh, is someone that I've had a real uh, connection to over the past few months through through what they create and what they put out into the world. Um, his uh, actual name is Federico and he's an Argentinian, and he's currently living in Poland. Uh, and um, I originally connected with him through his NFT work, artwork, um, and then really connected uh, through his music. So I've asked him to come on and hang out for the next hour and uh, talk about um, everything that's been going on in web three. Thanks so much for being here. I'm so delighted that uh, we get to hang out, man. Cause I yeah. feel like we've hung out, like I, we hung out uh, on, on Instagram chat, you know? So like, we've kind of had these conversations, but this is the first time that we're actually like hanging out. So I'm so, I'm so psyched. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. So, so nice to, to finally see you. Right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I, I just have the, uh, you know, I have Sati's um, TV obsession 14 as my, as my icon. And I don't really put my, I don't really put my face out too much. Something that I've been um, thinking about in, in terms of, you know, separating myself or not from the brand that I've been building since last year. Um, what are you, what do you, I mean, you're a musician, so that pretty well, requires you to kind of have a public face right pretty much yeah from from marketing perspective uh yeah it's better to show a bit of yourself mm -hmm. maybe not too much yeah but uh yeah i mean people eventually will will know who's behind yes what right. they're listening to so yeah um, yeah so i, I will feel like... I do it carefully but yeah right yeah yeah i feel like it's funny because I feel like you're almost like two people. Like I, I have the, <laughs> no, seriously, because I have like this relationship with you as an NFT artist. And then I have this other relationship or understanding of you as a musician. And in the NFT artist side of things, I, uh, you're more of a kind of um, a mystery uh, in terms of like, you know, pictures of you and what you look like. Like, I don't really like a lot of the NFT artists. I don't know if this has been your experience, but um, like it's not uncommon in the NFT community to not know what people look like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, 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 I have I don't know how many contacts, but like a thousand and something and I have no clue what they look like. Um, all the ones that the collections I have and the NFTs that I bought and and that I you know traded are by people that I have no clue who they are or know so little about the personal aspect of it. Let's say I'm more of a commercial marketing side of it. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's 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 weird, but it works somehow. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it over the next hour. Like, I feel like 
like so much has happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, do you remember like last fall, you know, like I, 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 I liked your work. I reached out to you. I was like, Hey, I want to, I want to write an article about your NFT artwork and put it, put it mm -hmm. online and all this stuff. And it felt like, like things were really small still, at least they were for me. And maybe that's my journey that like, I was really small. I was just sort of like wet behind the ears still at that time. Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. like, you know, at that time I was just kind of like, you know, writing these articles about artists and connecting with people and the community for me was really small. And now, you know, it hasn't even been a year. And like, now I've like, I've, I've, I've put up my website. I've started a podcast. I'm building spatial galleries. I'm connecting with all of these people. Like, like it just feels like, and, and, and I feel like that web three is doing, is going through the same thing. Like it's just exploding. Yeah, I, I, there, there was, uh, I think it was uh, from during November, I think it was, mm -hmm. that it has this huge hype, the NFT. Yes, like, yeah, ever. absolutely, yeah. And uh, yeah, I started a bit earlier mm -hmm. when things were still, when they were getting popular, but not as popular yeah. as they are now. Maybe now they low down, the, the, the amount of traffic that NFTs have, I think it's a bit, um less than what it was in november i think mm -hmm. that there was this huge amount of hype during november and then uh after bitcoin crashed um mm -hmm. things started to get a bit um from my perspective uh a bit um they cooled down simply mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah i remember that when i started um not so many people knew around me what what it was, and I I didn't even know whether people were going to buy my stuff mm -hmm. or if I or if I had the enough contacts to make what I was making uh, profitable or or even interesting for people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it happened that uh, in I don't know in like a month and a half since I started, mm -hmm. like it was massive there was a lot of people following me because they just were interested mm. i got tons of messages about um my future plans and they were mm. talking to me about things that i had no clue where they were and because <laughs> yes they were talking about you know whether i was going to um be uh, using donations uh, whether percentages mm. will be uh, redistributed to holders and all technical mm. aspects right. that yeah. i just simply didn't want to that's like the, the roadmap, I didn't the know roadmap stuff, the roadmap stuff that yeah. people were putting together. Yeah. 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 And it was, it, it was fun uh, until a point where it became uh, really demanding. Uh, mm -hmm. It's still fun, but um, it, it, the, the fun part uh, got mixed with uh, hard work. Mm. And um, uh, to that, I have to add that I, I, I had to, in order for me to create the NFTs that I want to uh, create, I need material as a musician because they are linked. Um, yes. So um, putting those two together at the same time demands a lot of work. It's not so simple as it looks. So mm -hmm. it became like, like a lot of, yeah, like uh, to that I have to add my usual normal let's say job mm -hmm. and uh yeah it was it, it is still still a lot but still still there's a lot to learn and still mm -hmm. um the same the same environment needs to uh 
it has to develop itself in order mm -hmm. to allows us to do even better things with the NFTs mm -hmm. that we already mm -hmm. have. Right. Mm -hmm. So you didn't you didn't jump in with this idea like I'm going to run this massive NFT operation and make lots of money and and oh, no. and you didn't have that sort of business machinery idea. Well, in I place. mean, I. I knew I knew the you know the apes and everything mm. right and all that story, mm. um, but you have to be realistic also at mm. the same time. Yeah. Um, I think I think if you if you go with that mentality from the beginning, what will happen is that mm. you will quit when you realize that you're not going to be making as much as you, uh, as you thought. Yeah, um, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of projects now that they were selling huge amounts of NFTs mm. during this November thing. Mm -hmm that now you just go to their Discord channels and they're just, it's like a desert. Yeah, there's like, so much of that. There's so much of that. I, as I was, um, as I was uh, migrating the NFT artist features from Instagram to my, to the website, I was, it was like a trip down memory lane, you know, and <laughs> I see all of these artists that like their projects just have stopped. You know? And some and of them were really good. That's yeah, what I can understand. Yeah, because they were absolutely. selling a lot, and they were really yeah. good. Yeah, and for one reason or another, they just simply decided, like, okay, that's enough. Or yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Really like, something. there's one of them that um, I was really excited by um, that got a lot of traction. They were doing really great on socials. There was a lot of hype. They and and uh, and then it just stopped. It just stopped in its tracks, and I was like. I don't understand this. Like people, people will say like, oh, you know, like it's a rug pull or, or this. And I, I mean, I don't think that's the case because like, there's not really a lot of money in that project. Um, and also like the future value of what you've built that brand is worth way more than any kind of money they could have tried to have run away with by just like abandoning the project. Like it didn't make any sense to me at all. I've even thought about actually trying to buy the collection outright and like take over the I thought collection. the same yeah yeah I yeah but the same i even wrote to a couple and yeah they did were you? like they were like kind of resilient they just didn't want to that's uh, i don't understand that yeah i i don't know i i think that there's a lot of people that thought about this differently that what it actually is based mm -hmm. on a lot of uh, um you know this 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 well i wouldn't say um false information but this idea an, an idealistic way of of thinking of it and um at the end they end up realizing that it demands from their side a lot of effort and they just simply decided that okay that's that's enough for me i made my couple of thousands of dollars and mm -hmm. and see you mm -hmm. but i don't know i mean i'm doing my stuff i knew that it was not going to be like that um mm -hmm. i'm actually selling them so mm -hmm it's not it's not bad um mm -hmm. right now there's a lot of uh well there's not many sales overall compared to what it was before but mm -hmm. i think that once recessions goes away mm -hmm. it will be we will be all back in track so mm -hmm. i'm not yeah. really worried about that yeah do you feel um like do you feel a difference in the in the in the environment and in the and in the people that you talk to now as opposed to at that time like say last november when it was just like everybody was just running around it was chaos in a way yeah. it was just like everybody <laughs> screaming like buy this get in early whitelist discord like it it feels yeah, on my end anyways that that things are 
um, not so noisy right now? I think it's better now. Yeah, uh, because, yeah I, because I totally agree. <laughs> some people realize that, um, all right, if we're going to be doing this, we cannot do what, what happened before. Mm -hmm. We have to do it properly. And, you know, they prepare the things that they have to. They uh, do everything slowly. Every, mm -hmm. Everything is explained. So you really know what you're getting into. And also you have the experience of, being part of a lot of these nfts that they just died out and they nobody cared about them anymore so now mm -hmm. you're extremely careful when you're buying you're just not buying anything mm -hmm. just because mm -hmm. it looks pretty but actually you just try to you know how to research now before yeah. perhaps you just thought that oh this is cool man i will sell it for more and then you realize that after two months mm -hmm. it doesn't exist anymore yeah i think that's the big that's the thing that like that's the thing that i notice is like the the whole like idea that like an nft is this thing that you buy so that you can sell it for more money later like a lot of that a lot of that has gone away and and what's what's what i see now is a lot of people that are like no 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 an nft is something that can do this like it's not yeah. it's not so much about like i'm going to try and and make something that people will buy and sell later it's it's like no it 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 serves a purpose it has like um something to offer yeah, well, that was the idea I had at the beginning, and mm -hmm. I've always said it. And in all my, um, when I was posting, I don't know, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, I was putting, you know, like pictures of the things I was making. Um, that I had a completely different idea. I mean, if you want to buy it and then you want to sell it for more, and you managed to, some people did it in my collection, so fine, it's okay, that's not a mm -hmm. problem. You know, you're entitled yeah. to. But yeah, um, I was always wondering. Um, um, we haven't reached to that part yet because the Web3 is not that well developed. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a couple of companies that will allow me to do certain things with music and NFTs together, but um, they're not really um, quite there yet. Um, with the idea of, for example, selling uh, pieces of your yeah. song as NFTs, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah, you will I, be able yeah. to... I remember you talking about that months ago, like before I really saw any of that happening. Yeah, there, there's still it's quite complicated to do so because I think that you need a famous artist to do it first. So mm -hmm. people, mm. developers will realize that, okay, this actually has, mm. this is an opportunity for us as well. Mm -hmm. um, the idea that, that you can own a piece of music mm -hmm. from someone else, yeah. And and you pay for that to the mm -hmm. artist as an investment. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you can get royalties based on the amount of streams from mm -hmm. Spotify or Apple mm -hmm. Music or Deezer yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. That will be huge, but yeah. it's not there yet. Yeah. And it's it's not only it's not only that, but the people that support you as fans mm -hmm. that believe in your project will mm -hmm. finance your career somehow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. you know your career, but it will, you will get an income from them, mm -hmm. which will allow you to make more music, which will allow them to um, uh, advertise, for example. Mm -hmm. yeah. What I do, uh, I, I will get streams, and not only that they like what I do, but they also make money out of mm -hmm. out of what I'm making. So mm -hmm. it's just like a win-win. You know, you have mm -hmm. you become um, 
you you become the label, right? Mm -hmm. well, yeah, well. it's a it's an interesting proposition. I did I bought um uh so I put money into Tilson's uh, project that she released with uh, Global Rockstar Music, um, and the way yeah, the that's one of the companies, right? That is doing this. That yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that company. Yeah, they. Um, uh, she's actually back in Austria again. Uh, I think this week um, they had a writing camp. They brought all all their artists together. But I, the model was that I bought like um, one percent of that track. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got, um, and that one percent is comprised of ten point uh, one percent ownership NFTs. And I'm promised uh, income from the streaming of that track into the future, um, and uh, I thought that was uh, I thought that was really cool. And it's a totally different. It changes the relationship with the artists. And I don't. I'm not a musician, but I, one of the things that I and maybe you can speak to this. Like one of the things that I've noticed is that like I've really lost um, something in my relationship to musicians over the years. Like I grew up in an age of the CD. Uh, mm -hmm. We were transitioning to CDs. Uh, so before that was uh, cassette tapes. And, you know, and- Cassette and the famous pencil. What, yes, that's that. right, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, the ribbons that used to that break, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I and I I I grew up in a kind of you know in a humble home, so we I didn't have any money really. So you know all that to say that I had like if I had a a cassette tape or a CD, I had one or two or three at a time, and that's all I listened to, you know. Um, now today, like you you know with with the streaming services, I have access to all the music, all of it. It's just all of it's all just there. And and even bef before that, I remember, you know, for a period, I started listening to country music a few years ago, and I would listen on XM satellite radio. And, and you know, people would ask me, like, do you know this artist? Are you doing that artist? And I would be like, yeah, I really don't know. Like, and, and that's just gotten worse over time. Like, I don't have you know, that, 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 that cassette tape that's worn with the album print inside, that's all dog-eared and bent and twisted because I've taken the tape in and out a right. hundred times. And, you know, like the, you know, over time, like the, the cassette um, plastic case over time gets loose and it yeah. like flops open. Like, you know, that's all because like, you can't have that kind of relationship with a music library that's infinite. It's just not possible. And so, um, so that's one thing. And then also, you know, I don't know how artists feel about the new, the new model for their revenue, how they earn their living through these streaming services. You know, you see all the time, these jokes of like, oh, here's my check for my 8 million streams and it's 73 cents and the government yeah. takes half of that. So, <laughs> so what do you, what's your experience? Like, what do you, where do you sit in all of that? Well, I think that there's like pros and cons um, let's start with the cons and then let's yeah it up a bit. Uh, so the bad side of it, it's that, yeah, you get paid almost nothing. Mm -hmm. It really depends on the country though, because there's okay. certain countries that pay more than the others. I see. Um, and there's certain companies that pay more than the others. For example, yeah. Apple music pays more than Spotify. Okay. Um, but Spotify plays more. It pays more if you stream in Canada, for example, than if you stream mm -hmm. in um, Brazil. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I think that they get that based on the price of the premium uh, subscriptions right. you know, on yeah. different countries. So you, they get a right. percentage sure. out of that. Yeah. So what happens is that in order for you to have, let's say, a living out of music mm-hmm. now through streamings, yeah. Um, if you want to make around, let's say, three thousand dollars a month, right? Before, yeah, sure. You will be needing around ten million streams a year, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> That's too much, right? Um, wow. So, yeah, they pay you every thousand, but uh, one stream it's like zero point zero zero four cents. Wow. So, for example, last year I made ten dollars. Wow. Um, I go like, I don't know, like 15,000, something like that. I don't remember. Um, So that's really bad because earlier what you you had was the possibility to be hired by a label that will pay the production of your album and, you know, and the way it was in the 90s, let's say, or the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, That's a real thing too, right? Like as an artist, you have to understand that like, that the you know when you part when you partner with someone like you're getting a lot out of that partnership like so that's got to come out of you know your take at the end of the day from your music has to right. be you know whatever the income is minus whatever it is that the that the label has invested in you or spent on you or spent invested in the label itself over the years mm-hmm. like there's a there's something to that for sure yeah well musicians always hate uh labels mm-hmm. um but i'm not really that kind i mean most musicians every time a musician and a famous one talks about labels they just right. talk mm-hmm. really bad nasty stuff about them yeah yeah and i suppose that it reaches a level where there's so much money in between that you know you you get conflicts right out mm-hmm. of that because yeah. the label starts making way a huge amount of money based on the talents of someone else mm-hmm. when they're just they're, they're being only, uh, they're doing the um, practical work, let's say, right? Um, hiring musicians, perhaps, to play, mm-hmm. hiring, uh, paying for the studios, production, and so on, so the delivery, and, and et cetera, whatever the cost. Uh, at the same time, you wouldn't be having that possibility if it wasn't for the label, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, right now, what happens, it, and that was when, let's say, CDs were still that popular. Mm-hmm. Um, there was only a few who managed to go through that funnel and ended up in labels and having mm-hmm. deals, right? Yeah. Now everyone can put whatever they want, wherever they want. Mm. It's like you can pick a ukulele and just make a song, mm-hmm. pay a subscription for $10 in DistroKid and upload it mm-hmm. and you'll have it on Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a huge amount of... Uh, music that perhaps um in a different time um it wouldn't be you know there for us to listen to right yeah um perhaps the same thing with podcasts right like like i have this podcast that i really don't pay anything for at all and it's out in the world and people can hear it and people can listen to it right but i don't make any money from it right well you could if you let's say that suddenly people someday (laughs) Well, but yeah. Um, look, 
what I what I found about all these things is that you can find a million funds. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find them. It's, it's not complicated. The thing is that you need to know where they are because I'm sure right. that there's a million people from 8,000 of them yeah. that will be willing to listen to your podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but now you need to figure out where they are and that costs right. a lot of money, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's where the signing with the big label is helpful because they already have right. the the audience right they've already got the market right. they have a connection also yes. that you don't have and they have a lot of other things that it will take you i don't know a decade and it will take them half a year to sort mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. so you know there are, there are good things bad things about uh streaming services mm -hmm. also labels still still work and labels still can get you to get lots of streams but mm -hmm. of course it will take a percentage of the streams mm -hmm. Um, so I don't really know how much because yeah. I've never worked with labels, but yeah. So do you feel like, um, like it, it, do we, do we have this weird, is this moment like, so the example of global rockstar music, for example, like this alternative business model, like it, like what, what you have is indie artists, but you also have like an indie label in a sense, or like an indie sort mm -hmm. of like approach to the industry itself that is potentially going to disrupt or shake things up? Uh, well, the thing is that I don't really know how much of, uh, of how much power do these labels have? Mm -hmm. Because yeah, no, I've right, seen many, yeah. like I know lots of them, but mm -hmm. none of them, I think that what they like is uh, the, the musicians mm -hmm. because the label could be, the label could be really good Mm -hmm. And it could be structured perfectly for musicians, but perhaps, uh, I don't know, the PR of the label might not be as good. So you don't mm -hmm. have uh, the music that you need, or maybe the mm -hmm. niche is a different one where they were thinking they belong. Or, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of, because at the end, indie labels um, are still, are still they, they don't have as much of experience, I've noticed. Right. Than yeah. big labels, so they make mm -hmm. mistakes that are common to indie musicians as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but anyway, they're they're all they're I would say medium labels that they uh -huh. work extremely well. I know a couple mm -hmm. of musicians that are there and mm -hmm. they do they do great, and mm -hmm. uh, the musicians also are very good, so they're very talented. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think it's a matter of time still, streaming services don't have much. What, maybe they have like what ten years of popularity mm -hmm. so far, mm -hmm. even less, I would mm -hmm. say. Yeah. So, I wonder what would happen in like another ten years, where labels mm -hmm. will be only working um, with streamings and not with a physical. Mm -hmm. I know that vinyls or vinyls. I don't know how you say it in, in Canada. Yeah, vinyl. Yeah, vinyl. Um, they are. Um, they are like. Uh, they have a collection status now, so you can actually print them, and you have people that will be eager to buy from you, mm -hmm. even if you're not, even if you're not that popular. Mm -hmm, yeah, because they have this this sort of uh, vintage kind the vintage, of vintage. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely, kind of, yeah, kind of way. But yeah. CDs, it's for an artist now, it's a waste of time mm -hmm. from my perspective because mm -hmm. you don't know. I mean, if you're an indie artist, you, how can you sell that? 
Yeah. How do you promote that? I mean, if somebody yeah. wants to buy it and he lives in Japan, it's like you have to mm-hmm. pay for shipping that costs more than the CD itself. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You need to yeah. have uh, a structure that you just by yourself, you cannot do it. So mm-hmm. I think streamings, streaming services are, uh, are, 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 are of a big help. But again, they pay you almost nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, at the same time, they allow you to have your music somewhere. Yeah, and sure. I have I have people that listen to me in places that I never thought that they would. You know, like in Japan, that I said, I have mm-hmm. people that listen to me in Japan, yeah. and I go like, wow, like yeah. ten years ago, thinking that someone would be listening to my music in Japan, that was mm-hmm. that was weird. Still yeah, weird. this is the same I mean, thing for podcasting. Like, I mean, there are yeah. people that tune into the show that are from all over the world. It's bananas like it's completely bananas like <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> yeah I, I mean i go to the you know the i, I suppose if you have a, um when you can check your your the stream app. data you have the map in mm, yeah. Instagram. yeah and i you know i have countries that are you know that are showing me different special some cities and i go like mm. wow someone's yeah. listening to me in, i don't know in yeah places Iceland that i've or, never been and places that i probably may never go yeah <laughs> Yeah. And so, something something that was really interesting for me is that people in Ukraine in in, in Ukraine they're they're listening to my to my music during a war. So mm-hmm. it was incredible to know that, you know, a country that is being bombarded at the same time is um is um listening to to you know have the time to listen to my music. That was really weird. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Surprisingly yeah. weird. Yeah, agreed. I, I um, I think, you know, one of the things that that comes to mind is the is the formation of community, and how that is changing, and how, and 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 I think you know, the situation in Ukraine is one of those situations where it really, we got to see how the world is evolving in terms of how people come together and gather around an event or gather around um, and, and gather around art or music or culture. And, and one of the things that I, I think about is, you know, in particular also in the context of the pandemic and, you know, the metaverse and web three and like, you know, the idea of like, how how do you see the 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 way that geography kind of falls away and potentially and and you could for example um have a in the past you may have an open mic night or a show at a at a local cafe um and 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 now we have very quickly uh spatial for example is i think really really blowing up i think that there that there's a tsunami coming with them um do you um what are your thoughts on the on the potential for a a a place like spatial for you to build a connection with people who like your music who are who are into your nfts is that is that something that you that you feel drawn to something you've thought about something you've avoided something you think that doesn't have any traction or opportunity what what are your thoughts on that? Um, I had I have a, a virtual gallery done, mm-hmm. 
um, not in spatial because I don't know if they they uh, improved the their, their web. Uh, if you can put links and stuff mm -hmm. on the yes, yeah, you the, can, yeah. All right, so they they just upgraded the the mm -hmm. web. I remember that it was impossible to add links and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. things of that sort. And they, and you have legs now too. <laughs> you have legs now too. Yeah. Oh, okay, I have to go check it because yeah, I did totally. like months ago, and yeah, and I don't remember from. Uh, I have it in a different in a different uh, platform. I don't remember the name. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I always thought about that. You know, it's like, do you remember? I remember the first time that Gorillas came out as mm -hmm. a group, right? Mm -hmm. And they were this virtual band made of cartoons. Yeah. And I was thinking, and they were playing concerts, and the concert was like, uh, they were behind some sort of curtain, and the curtain worked as a, kind of a, a screen where, mm -hmm. where the cartoons were actually animated and they were playing behind that curtain so you could see only the cartoons so it was mm -hmm. sort of uh you could say like it was kind of a virtual um, mm -hmm. um and and virtual concert if you want but they okay. were behind yeah. there right but now mm -hmm. you can do that you can do the same uh in a virtual gallery you can have your own concerts live through yeah. the multiverse. you can go to um decentraland if you want you can have mm -hmm. a concert right there you can go to spatially can upload a video mm -hmm. um pre-recorded i don't know if you can go live now on spatial um i suppose they, if if you can't they will do it because you know it, it will be a must mm -hmm. and uh that would be incredible because uh, you will be building a connection uh that you couldn't before yeah. they will they could experience you playing live without being there right mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah there were there were a couple of 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 concerts that i didn't check that they did exactly that that they play through you could see them through vrs so okay uh, so you know it looked like you were there but of course you weren't and i don't remember which one was the group but it was a popular one uh, like a cold play kind of thing i don't mm -hmm. remember um uh and it was great it was great that that, that possibility arised and, and you can do that now. Anyone can do that now. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, from my side, will be a lot of production previous, pre yeah. but before recording. Yeah. Because you need to, you know, sort a lot of technical things when mm -hmm. it comes to sound and stuff. But once that's done, then it will be amazing to to have that. Yeah, I think that... Um that piece is something that is a, a common theme that I've heard throughout is, is, um, you know, back to the conversation about partnering with labels and, and established entities that have the infrastructure that have the, um, technology that have the, the machinery and the equipment in place and, and the difficulty of trying to do all that yourself. Like that's one of the sort of, you know, the challenges, the opportunity is that this, that web three is so new and fresh, but the challenge is that you have to figure out how to do all of this, a lot of this stuff on your own. And one of the things that, um, all of the, a lot of the NFT artists that I interviewed would say is like, you know, I, I can't, I, it's hard for me to balance between my self-promotion and my marketing and my actual thing that I'm trying to create. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had to, um, I work with another project of NFTs uh, mm. and I had to code. I need to, uh, I had to learn how to code some stuff. 
because I couldn't do it. I, I wanted to, you know, uh, prepare a contract, a smart contract. So I had to code stuff. So yeah, it's complicated. It's complicated. I mean, I wish, I wish, I wish I could be with uh, someone who could help me. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, I know that that will be or or to pay someone. But mm -hmm. at the moment, uh, the return of investment is rather low. That mm -hmm. I'll prefer to wait until uh, things develop a bit more before before trying to do something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... So t talk a little bit about your music, because okay. <laughs> so far it's all been like Web three, right? And three. and uh, so you had an EP that came out recently with with six tracks, right? Yes, two months ago exactly. Yeah, yeah. The tenth of June, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So um, where where do you uh tell us about your journey as a musician? Where does that begin? Um. Uh... Okay, so um, when I was a kid, I mm. was always uh, I was a Queen fan, like from yeah. the start. I don't remember a day where I didn't know Queen, right? Because yeah. my dad was a huge fan of the '80s, and you know, like Genesis, Queen, uh, Led Zeppelin, and well, '70s also, and um, all these new wave music. Uh, like Joy, Div uh, Joy Division or New Order or Joy Division as well, but a bit earlier than. And um, yes, all that kind of psychedelia, psychedelia with rock music. And so I wanted to play music, right? When I was a kid and I wanted to play guitar, but I was really bad at it. I had a couple of lessons when I was like eight or nine uh -huh. and I quit because I couldn't. Um, and then I switched to piano and then things kind of uh uh changed a bit the the, the my, my idea of, of of being a musician and i started to play classical music and but always i had in my head this idea of making what i'm doing now right of creating music um that is not classical or but it has no relation to and so, but then I entered to, I moved to Poland to study uh, music and I ended up uh, getting some bachelor degree on piano. And, and after that, I decided to start with this that I'm doing now. Hmm. And of course, I, I just said it in like a minute and a half, but it's yeah. been 20 a years. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it was a process because you need to, the, the let's say the language of music is the same, but you use it completely differently when you're playing repertoire that is, um, you know, as, as you would normally call it classical music. And suddenly mm -hmm. you just want to do something that um, I would say that it falls into the category of indie folk or something. I don't know what is what I do. I don't really know the the, mm -hmm. the, the general of that. Um, so you need to learn how to switch these things or how to, or maybe not how to switch them, but how to incorporate uh, to what you do, the language that you knew before, right? Yeah. So it takes a while. So it took me a while to understand. Also, I do all the, all the recordings and all the instrumentations are mine because wow. 
I like it like that because I have full control of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's extremely, it drains you, but it's really good at the end when you get the final result. Uh-huh. And so uh, I started putting on music like roughly two years ago. In October, I think, will be two years ago. During pandemia, yeah. So uh, here I am uh, trying to trying to get my six million streams <laughs> <laughs> to manage to survive. Uh, but everything is, 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 I think it's going really well. I met a lot of people, um, good people, bad people, mostly good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, like every, like in every job and every career that you want to have. And um, it's great. I, I still, the 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 the, work, the job I have allows me to dedicate lots of time to to this as well. So so I'm eager to release more music, uh, hopefully very soon. <laughs> so you um you 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 the music that that you put out is all you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, sometimes there's uh, someone playing something, but I just. Only once I did that with a viola player, a friend of mm-hmm. mine. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love the viola. Yeah, she played it really well. This called this song called June. Uh, the, the the strings is my friend. Wow. Okay. Um, do you um, do you is there is there any kind of collaboration that you have been thinking about musically that you. Uh, or do you are you still pretty? Do you just often think about it as a as a solo project primarily? Well, I mean, it depends what you mean with collaboration and what that implies. Like other musicians playing yeah. with me. Yeah. Well, I I always thought of if I would be playing a concert, for example, mm-hmm. I will be needing more people. I can't yeah. do everything by myself, yeah, yeah. especially yeah. with the things that I'm do. Some, I mean, I could, but it won't be the same because it's not. It will be too simplistic. I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be great to, I mean, I, I do know musicians and friends that will help me if, if I, if I would mm-hmm. do so. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to, to recording stuff, yeah. uh, for me, that's a bit more personal. So I okay. prefer to keep it. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I mean, if the collaboration would be like uh, a one-time thing, uh, I, might, I might find that interesting and, and, mm-hmm. and it will be a change, right? So yeah. It's like, you know, when you open the windows in your house because you need to, you know, the air needs to be a bit, it should be cleaner, or you need yes. to clean the air or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, something like that, yeah. But um, I'm very, I'm very strict with what I want. So maybe that's why it's just a solo, a solo uh, mm. project. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind having other projects with other people, but this one, um, yeah, I I also don't know how it will work with someone else, you know, because I will have an idea and I will like that idea to happen. And sometimes what happens is that, especially when you play, well, when you play chamber music, for example, uh, and there's a lot of things that you, even though it's not your piece that you're playing, because you're normally playing someone that died 200 years ago or something, um, you still have to make certain concessions to to mm-hmm. the other players and. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that becomes a problem because you want to do things in a certain way and someone else wants to do it in a certain other way. And mm-hmm. um, so I have a bit of experience with that. Um, 
But when it comes to my music, sometimes, you know, you just hear it in your head and you just want to put it the way it was. Or the way you, you listen to it. So, hmm. as a so when, with a solo project, you can do all that, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't have anyone telling you, oh, but you know, you don't have that. Yeah. So yeah. you can actually, which, which in, it's also a bad thing at the same time because you know you need to do everything on your own so sometimes you just really don't know if what you're doing is the best mm -hmm. that you can do because you're kind um, of like a, an island in a sense right yeah so perhaps if somebody will come and will say no you have to do this like this it's better yeah know? and they will tell you oh and you will go like yeah right that's what i wanted to do mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i don't know things the way they are now they're working and uh, i'm happy mm -hmm. with them so. cool so um some, so before we uh, before we wrap up, you so you clearly like you've been an artist for your whole life, and you've been in the Web three space for a little while, uh, you know, um, and a lot of the people that I've come into contact with are are new in the space, um, and they want to create something and they they want to bring something in into the world um and, and and we talked a little bit about what's happened over the last year um if what um what advice would you would you share with people who maybe are artists that are trying to make their way through web3 um what what uh, what do you say what do you say to those folks uh the first thing will be to learn a lot before doing anything um I'm, i know you learn while during the, the process right mm -hmm. while you're doing your things but there's now we have a lot of information that we didn't have before and it wouldn't be it would be prudent especially if you want to um be clever when you are putting your money into different things uh to to learn before you you start doing your own your own journey you start. um Another thing is that, um, well, try to uh, contact or try to spread yourself as much as you can in, in the community. Um, I mean, the community is something that it doesn't have so much of a sense because it's like there are different, as you say, there are different islands of people, right? Mm. In different in different parts of the world. And yeah. But um, you should find your own niche, I would say. Okay. And from there, you should start developing. Um, that will be, you, you don't want to land in a place where you have something of extreme value, but nobody will be interesting because they're worried mm. about or they're concentrating on something else. Okay. So if you, if you are a musician, for example, and you want to be with NFTs, um, there's a lot of places where you can actually find other musicians that are struggling with the same. Or if you are an artist that wants to create I don't know, a, a collection of NFTs that uh, deals with charities, for example, there's a lot of others that you can find. Mm -hmm. And some of them, they mix, but um, you will find your place. And that's, I think that's, that's the most important thing, knowing what you're doing and finding the place mm -hmm. where you want to develop yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I think that's really spot on from what I've, what I've learned from all of the people that I've spoken to over the past whole year the <laughs> which like <laughs> so funny like it you know you talk to people and and 
And it's amazing how much has happened in such a short period of time. And it's really great for me to connect with people like you who were who I connected with early on because, um, you know, it, it, it gives me the sense of like, wow, you know, I met this person and it seems like so long ago in terms of what's happened with the projects, but in a calendar sense, it's like, wow, that wasn't really actually that long ago. Yeah. 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 I have the same feeling. Uh, well, you know, it's just, it goes slower. Uh, normally time for, as you get older, it goes faster. Right. But mm. this time with, uh, with all the things that we got to run us, including mm. the pandemia, for example, the lockdowns, the new, the new developments and web three and everything. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it, it feels like a very long time ago, but it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> um, mm. What's been really fantastic getting to connect with you, Federico. Is there anything um, you want to promote or put out before we sign off? Uh, you could uh, follow me on my socials. Okay. Um, I will be uh, releasing music soon. Okay. Um, cool. We can. Yeah, there is three, four. Huxley sign, and you will find okay. it either. Instagram. I mean, I use Instagram. I don't use most of the the other ones. Are more like uh, automated uh, messages that yeah, come okay. from Instagram. So right. Yeah. If anyone is, if anyone would be interested in knowing, they can follow me there. Cool. Okay, we'll put all that in the show notes for sure. Um, I uh, absolutely love your music. I'm a big fan. Uh, for Thank anybody you. Who's listening? You should definitely go and um, stream Federico's music, Huxley Sun. It's it's really fantastic. I can't say enough about it. Um, so thank, thank you so, you so much. much. It's so great to connect with you. And um, I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care. You too. Hope everyone Bye. Well. See you. Bye.